Welcome to the grief series. This series is for anyone that's on their grief journey or anyone that is supporting somebody else that's on their grief journey. Today is episode three. We're going to talk about the do's and don'ts in general for someone that's grieving. Forgive me if I sound a little different. Uh, My sinuses have been going crazy with the weather and my allergies and all that stuff. So just give me some grace. Number one, don't tell somebody that they need to think positive. Like they just lost somebody that they love. They don't want to think positive. Even if they could think positive or did think positive, it's not going to stop their grief from hurting as much as it is. So telling them to think positive isn't going to change anything. Let them know it's okay where they're at and that they are in the grief journey and that it's a process and it's okay where they're at. Number two, don't tell them that the person that passed away is in a better place. Doesn't matter the situation, doesn't matter if they had an illness or they were in pain or anything like that. Avoid that. That's not something that they want to hear because obviously we would want the person with us. We think that the best place that they could be is here on earth with us, regardless the situation, because there's always that hope that they would feel better or get better. And we don't want to tell the person that, oh, well, now they're in a better place because we think with us and their loved ones, they're in the best place possible. So just avoid that one. They don't want to think that they're in a much better place than not being with us. Number three, that it'll get easier. You know, losing a loved one, yeah, it might get easier if you're healing and actually grieving because there's some people that can get stuck in their grief. There's one saying that I really like. It's that your grief kind of stays the same, but you kind of grow around it. If you are growing, if you are processing it and you are on your healing journey, then yes, I think that that is, that reigns true. But sometimes people can get stuck in their grief or stuck in a part of it and they don't want to move past it for whatever reason. And that's okay. That's where they're at. If it's in a, I guess, a healthy manner, but if it gets kind of out of control, that's a different story. Still don't tell them that it'll get easier. There's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel or you see something or it doesn't feel so heavy. Yeah, that that does happen. That's how I feel at this point. It doesn't feel so heavy, but somebody that just lost somebody they don't want to hear oh but it'll get easier like you'll be fine just get through this time or any they don't want to hear any of that just sit back and support them that's really what they're wanting from you especially as support number four that their loved one wouldn't want them to be sad obviously if our loved one could come back down to us and sit right next to us they more than likely would say hey don't cry be happy things like that but that's part of having emotions and having feelings and loving this person is that we are sad, we are grieving them, we miss them, we loved them so much and we still have this time that we hoped we would have with them. And so that's just part of it. If we weren't going to be sad and we just push those feelings down, then we would be lying to ourselves and it would actually hurt us more than it would actually do in our healing journey. It wouldn't actually help our healing journey. It would actually stunt us in our healing journey because then we would be pretending like we're happy and we're fine because oh, we, you know, we would be, we shouldn't be sad because this person wouldn't want us to be sad. Yeah, just avoid some saying that to somebody that they wouldn't want them to be sad. I've heard this one beautiful saying, another beautiful saying is that grief is like all the love that we didn't get to share with the person that we lost, is that we're now grieving and sharing all of this beautiful love. And yeah, it comes out with sadness or tears and sometimes joy. And it's just such a beautiful saying. So I wanted to share, I think it kind of goes along with the same lines as to not tell somebody that they wouldn't want us to be sad. It's like, we're still sharing that love that we had for that person, even though they're not here. Number five, don't tell them that they're still here with you. They're just not here physically. I've heard that many times and it's like, yeah, I understand that. Yes, I could see my brother in various things, 
you know, hear something about the military or something about America because he's a Marine or Ninja Turtles. That was like his big thing. You know, like I could see him in different things or maybe a scent might bring me back to a memory. You know, like, yes, we do keep them alive through memories and all these other things. Oh, they are still here with us. But really, when you're grieving, you don't really want to hear that. You don't want to hear, well, they're not here. You know, you should be fine. They're still here with you. Well, they're physically not here with us, and that's where we're at. We're at that point that we're grieving this physical loss of this person. We're not grieving this loss that we don't have these memories of them. No, we still have these memories, and they're beautiful. But trying to push us to be okay with them physically not being here is just not where we want to be at in the grief process. Number six, don't impose your religious beliefs no matter what. Even if the person is on the same lines with you and they have the same religious beliefs as you, try to avoid bringing it up. I wouldn't even bring it up at all because the person is in a sensitive spot and that even though there might be scriptures or there might be beliefs that you think is gonna help them feel a little less shitty, it's not going to. Yes, they might be able to turn to that at some point in their grief journey, but telling them to turn to that just may not be helpful. And I know it can be hard, especially if you guys are on the same religious beliefs that you'd want to share, you know, some scriptures or some of the beliefs that you guys share and think it's going to be helpful, but more than likely it's not going to. I would just save it or allow the person to open that door for you. Allow them to open the door of that religious topic and talking about scripture or when they ask you, hey, what are some scripture that I could turn to? Then, you know, then strike up the conversation, then bring up the scriptures, but don't just bring it up just to try to make them feel a little bit better. They're grieving and nothing, I don't think anything anybody could say is actually going to make them feel better. It's kind of like you have to sit with them and just sit through the uncomfortability and just be there for them and be support. Number seven, don't should or should not. Don't tell the person that they should be doing this or you should do this to feel better or you shouldn't do this oh, you shouldn't think this way or you shouldn't feel this way. Avoid that. Just listen to the person. Talk to them. They're your loved one. If you're supporting them, you kind of know something about them that just sit and listen with them. I know it can be hard, especially as support. It's in, in the grief journey. We don't realize how difficult it is to be on the outside. I didn't understand that until I had a friend that lost somebody and I was, I was stunned. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> what, what do I even say? What do I even do? It's like you just want to hug them and put everything back together. And you just want to make, make them feel good. And there's nothing that you can actually say that's going to make everything all better. And I wish I had the right words to make it all better. And I have no words for you. Like even just being that honest that I am speechless, but I'm here if you need anything. That does wonders. That does so much than trying to tell them what they should and what they shouldn't do. Because really, as much as we all want to fix it and make them feel okay, there's just literally nothing that you you can say to make it all better. Yes, there is things that you can do to help support them. Maybe they need help with childcare or their house is just a disaster or making some meals. Those are things that you could do just to be helpful, but try to avoid telling them what they should and should not do. Number eight, time limits. Don't try to push them on time limits. Oh, that they should, you know, maybe get rid of some things or take the ring off or start dating 
you know, maybe try for another child if they lost a child. Like, don't set any type of time limits because it's very difficult. I mean, at one, everybody grieves differently. Two, I've noticed that type of conversation with people with time limits, it usually happens with like, at least for me, when I, what I've noticed with people is people that have, they haven't even lost anybody. They don't even know what the grief process looks like. They haven't even grieved themselves and they're trying to tell the person where they should be at at a certain time. Oh, it's been two years. Maybe you should start getting rid of some of the things. Maybe they're not in the right place to get rid of their things. That's the last that they physically have of that person. Why would you want to get rid of things? There was actually some one thing that I was supposed to give to somebody. And <laughs> I got to a point where I was like, you know, I was supposed to find it. They're probably going to call me out on this, but I was supposed to find it. And I was in the middle of moving and I'm like, I don't have access to my boxes. Can't find it. And when I actually did find it, I didn't want to give it up. I didn't tell the person I didn't want to give it up. I just never brought it up. But I just wasn't in the place, even though it was a year and a half. And some, if you don't know grief and you haven't experienced that, a year and a half sounds like a really long time that you think, oh gosh, it's just an item. Why haven't you gotten rid of it? Why well, just wasn't in a, in a feeling that I sh- would want to get rid of it? I wasn't ready to get rid of it. It, would, it was like a piece was just going to, like I was just going to miss this piece that I had left of my brother. And it's, it's difficult when you don't understand the grief process or you haven't experienced grief yourself and ridding of things that having those time limits, it's difficult to understand that when you're dealing with somebody else. Avoid putting time limits or asking the person, you know, when they're going to do things or you can ask them. Depends on how the person might take it. Hey, you know, how do you feel about where you're at with the things or with having another child or with your, you know, things like that. It's just the way that we have to say it in order for the person to feel comfortable. Like we have no ill intention and we're not trying to hurt their feelings. Number nine, don't avoid talking about the person that passed. Talk about them, ask about them, tell the person to share a memory with them or something that they loved about them or what do they miss about them. Don't avoid talking about them. It just makes it awkward and we could feel it. We could feel when you're trying to tiptoe around the conversation and I get that it's difficult because some people might be a little bit more sensitive than other people. Just don't avoid talking about it. If you're comfortable and you make the other person feel comfortable that it's okay that you talk about it or that it's okay that we bring it up. Or if they're not okay and they're like, hey, I don't want to talk about it. Great. Let's avoid talking about it. Even ask them beforehand. Hey, are you comfortable talking about the person? Because, you know, I want to know, you know, a memory about them. And if you're not comfortable and you're not in that place, then I don't want to bring that up. Having that honest conversation with them, it makes it a lot less uncomfortable. Number 10, don't assume. I think that like applies to one through nine that I just talked about. Like, don't assume, talk to the person. If you're supporting them, you you know them, you know them in some manner that I think that you would be able to ask them and be honest with them and open and ask them where they're at in their grief journey. How are you feeling about this? You know, talk to them, let them know that you care about them and that's why you're there and you just want to support them in any way that they need and that you can. All right, I went through the one through 10 of the don'ts and just some things to consider is go there with no judgment. No matter how the person passed away, no matter what the relationship was, no matter what the background is, even if there was messy background and you're like, why is this person grieving like this? Go there with no judgment. You know, make the person feel that they are reassured and have validation for their feelings, that they feel safe. They just want to be heard. Really, people that are grieving, 
They just want to be heard. Sometimes they'll repeat things over and over and they just want to talk about the story of the person passing and they're reliving it because they're trying to process it themselves. And sometimes they just want to be heard. Sometimes they might just say the same conversation at a different time, but back to you. And you're like, oh, I already heard the story, but they're just trying to get through it along the same lines as being heard is just let them express their grief and where they're at, how they feel, because they're trying to understand it as well. Grief is really messy. And I say it all the time. It's like a roller coaster. Some days you might feel like you're on the up and you're like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good. I feel good. And then there's sometimes where you're plummeting down to the ground and you just feel like a messy puddle. So if you just go with these different ways of supporting the person, it's kind of like a safe safe zone to be in. And in general, it's really difficult because I know I said like all of these don'ts and then I gave you guys some little bit of like things you can do. It really depends on the person too, because there's some things that I would be okay with in the conversation or I would be okay if someone asked me direct questions because I don't want them tiptoeing because I could feel it. But then some people, they're very, they're a lot more sensitive to it. They might not be ready for it. That's okay. We're all going to grieve differently. I'm kind of more of this analytical, factual kind of person that I'm like, be direct. Like, I don't want you thinking you need to tiptoe around like my feelings, like regardless, I'm hurting and it sucks, but I'd rather the person just be direct with me. But that's just me. Some people might be a little bit more sensitive and some people, they might just get upset no matter what you say. And it's hard being support. It is difficult because you don't have ill intentions. And I'm even gonna say this to the people that are grieving. 90% of your support has no ill intentions. Just sometimes they're going to say shitty things or you might take things offensive. And sometimes we have to look at ourselves because we are grieving. We are sensitive. We are being vulnerable in the position that we're in with that person and that we just might take it personal and they have no ill intention to hurting our feelings. They're trying to do the best that they can. And sometimes their words are going to come out like mush and they're not meaning it to. So for both sides, the support as well as the griever, give yourself grace, give the other person some grace. Well, thanks for joining me for the do's and don'ts. I look forward to you guys checking out the other podcasts or videos, depends on how you're listening here. And if there's any other do's or don'ts that you want to share below, it's a community we're building and share them below because you're going to help somebody else as well. I don't know everything. I'm just kind of going from my own personal experience and what I think were the top do's and don'ts in general for someone grieving. 